0: 702 702 On 92.7 And 106 FM Streaming on 702.co.za The 702 app And on DSTV channel 856
1: It is five minutes past three. Good morning and welcome to the last hour of late night talk with Wasanga. Man, yes, indeed. You're listening to your coffee maker, your news breaker, whatever it takes to make you smile. I'm willing to go that extra mile. We are in discussion, as promised, with Kahisho Masai, a digital brand and project manager at a financial institution, founder and director of the Sync Group, which recently launched an app called Sync on Android. And uh, Kahisho recently attended the One Young World Ambassador, attending the One attended the one young world summit to represent south africa in canada ottawa in 2016 south africa is unique and a number of unique problems we need to develop products that aggressive tackle and tackle at the societal set of problems and that involve the next generation in the journey we owe them that much so thank you so much for joining us and
0: welcome to the show thank you for man uh, for inviting me um this is quite a quite an experience (laughs) how are you my brother I'm good. Um, apart from having to wake up early. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <You laughs> it's know, all good. Look, hey, man. Yeah, we, do, yeah. we
1: have these discussions. We keep a lot of people up as well. Mm. As mm. I mentioned, Gakisho used to be my mentor. I went to the University of Johannesburg. At the time, it was called the Rand Afrikaanser University. <laughs> and I'm sure you've seen the results. UJ is actually one of the top. We've always believed this. But um, UJ has now been acknowledged by international bodies as one of the best universities in South Africa. And I talked about my experience at Afslan. I sometimes bemoan it. And we've had so many brothers from there. It was quite a mind shock. Yeah. If you've ever uh, been to UJ, there was a, something called Afslan Manskosses. And it was an eclectic environment and it was shaped in a Roman kind of, we, there were statues, we used to greet each other and I made some of my closest friends who are still my lifetime friends to this day um, including Afrikaans people who yeah. are because you, you're taught, I'm from the Eastern Cape, fundamentally we are very eclectic and we don't have, I've never experienced di- like actual racial uh, in, uh, uh, um, clashes or anything like that. When I got to the University of Johannesburg, I was scared of many things. My mom was even saying, don't go shop in Brixton, Hey, you'll get shot and all kind of things. But there was a huge brotherhood that we got from that. And in that aspect, there's still people who I'm close to. It was a, I think it was a watershed moment, really, where it was unique. I don't think those kind of group of people can be replicated. And I mentioned that you used to be my mentor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so as a first year, we, there's the whole Roman uh, thing. And, and, and I think it's a huge loss because... Profoundly, our motto was the gentleman's race Some of the guys who came there It was the first time they were taught How to engage with with women Mm -hmm. How to engage properly with women How to be gentlemen And you guys put so much pressure on us To an extent where if we were seen on campus, misbehaving yeah. or doing or not standing out or letting people through. And you, you guys would say to us, we don't care if you're late for your class. You will wait until every woman walks through that door. Yeah. And that's something we were taught. And, I taught. and I talked about how you were my mentor. It clicked. <laughs> so we had these nicknames and uh, he was Mentor Tomestos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it came from. And I was Zealot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But before we get in, lost in that, I mentioned that he was my mentor and mentors are supposed to take the first years through the journey and just mm. induct them beyond the hazing. It wasn't... I don't think that there was, of course, initiation. It was voluntary. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I respected about Afslan. If you wanted to be part of it, you could. If you didn't, it was part of your choice. And no one was scrutinized for that. Um, we had a lot of Khosla of gentlemen who said, I, I can't do this thing twice. I already went through my initiation. Yeah. But it broke down those barriers. Mm. And one of the barriers that you broke down for me, I was as I mentioned before the news... I had my test results first year trying to punish everything. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a ma- my mother was, firstly, my mother was surprised that I got, I passed my trick and I was like, mom, there's mm-hmm. a bigger goal here. I want to get into varsity. And once I got into varsity, I had that chip on my shoulder and I wanted to do everything well. I wanted to be a straight A student. And I broke away from my twin sister who used to basically cover my books and remind me of tests. Mm. And I performed extremely well in like three out of, of my six subjects and then I got a 40 and a 70 and a 60 and I was tortured by the fact you said to me listen chap you're not a stupid person what happened here and that's when it clicked I couldn't and I told you that I'm I'm, I'm summarizing he said you summarize for all of your subjects and then you you read it and then you go to he's like you'll never finish that yeah that's when you taught me to highlight and read and that was a turning point yeah in my life yeah. Do you think that a lot of students are offered that opportunity because Afsalan is, is no longer there and you provided me with that insight and it was a key turning point in my life?
0: Um, Not necessarily. Not a lot of students are provided with that. We were very fortunate to be in res. And uh, to be quite honest, the same support structure that you had in your first year, I also had. Mm. And the person that had that for me was Tabo Mampadi, who happens to be my close friends and we still work together. And right we're now. friends now. Yeah, we're very good <laughs> friends. Um, And he supported the same thing. And that's the thing, um, I always insist, uh, ways and processes that worked for us in high school don't necessarily work in varsity, because you are faced with so many other things as far as life is concerned, being a society, and trying to adjust as well, because we all come from different environments. And... That's what I also appreciated about being in a res. Mm. The fact that we formed a brotherhood, um, we had a support structure, you had someone, even though you were in your first year trying to adjust into varsity, Mm. looking at your marks and trying to assess where do you have any drawbacks, where can you improve and so forth. Because Mm. intervention at the right time can literally change the trajectory of the rest of your life, Mm. which is what a lot of students, unfortunately, don't get the opportunity to. You can imagine if you go from home even from a similar background either yours or mine yeah and you stay independently you're renting a flat outside you don't have that support structure like i just told you earlier you basically now all of a sudden if you don't have a mentor you freestyle through varsity some are brilliant enough or disciplined enough to get through it a lot aren't and i still believe it's one of the contributing factors to why the dropout rates are so high it's not that people are academically inept it's Mm -hmm. just that support structures aren't there and also not a lot of attention is given to the mental uh, aspect and uh, you know Mm. physical exhaustion Mm. of being in varsity it's a massive adjustment Mm. especially if you come from a small town and you all of a sudden in this huge space and I felt so privileged to be part of Afslan, to be mm. in such a, because that we were
1: the only men's res that had single rooms yeah. for first years. Yeah. It was a huge thing. Yeah. And I thank my sister and I'll always be indebted to her because she was the one who said that, I'm, you're not going to study in East London. You must go to Johannesburg. At the time I bemoaned it because yeah. I had plans of my own. I wanted to go to Rhodes. I was going to rent an apartment with one of my, uh, my yeah. high school friends, Chris Vincent at the time. Mm. And we had all these plans and he got into Rhodes and my sister was like you're not going there <laughs> and and, and you, you're completely right about freestyling that the freestyling aspect of it uh, and how some students the psychological effects because the one of the the reason the ways that you had to stay it was a privilege to be in afran mm. and it was only afforded to you if you passed a certain amount of yeah,
0: subjects 60 percent of your subjects all the
1: way from the eastern cape i yeah. didn't have anywhere else to stay yeah and i needed to stay in this place and now I, I felt like i had a chip on my shoulder because I, I was at this great place in my life, but I was failing, mm. and there's a there's a level, the the humiliation, the psychology, the psychology of humiliation, because mm. you, you you get put on lists. The yeah. ones who failed,
0: they're like, hey, chif, I'm on the waiting list. <laughs> yeah, you are on the waiting list. Uh, you can easily go from being a f- fully bona fide first year there and if your first year is not that great, for the following year to come back into the same race where you have formed a brotherhood, you get onto a waiting list. Sure. You can imagine how that feels.
1: Yeah, because it's the, the gents are compassionate.
0: Yeah, They're compassionate, but
1: when when you think about it your confidence is knocked man yeah your confidence is really knocked let's talk about the psychology and the effects of humiliation because dropout race the f7 itself uzamani one of our friends as well mm. he's, he's now a big player in the mm. political parties mm. and it's it's innately because he's a great human being mm. he fought so hard for so many students who were f7 mm. and a lot of people give up too easily i could have given up as well
0: we all could have um, so
1: can you just tell us about the psychology and the effects of
0: humiliation and failure um and perceived failure perceived failure i mean uh, maybe you might you may not even know this but i i experienced my first bit of failure in my third year you know in uj Mm. and and the thing is that i didn't do i did become law right um and notoriously
1: difficult subject yeah there. you
0: know because because it's a balance between the two there's yeah. the commercial side and then there's the legal side mm. and the thing is that by my third year also a lot of social factors had taken over um i'll i'll be frank and say like i had become too fixated with being and a, you were popular yeah I you know i had extremely beca- popular yeah i had become fixated with being a popular guy the party guy and stuff and my academic journey took a knock mm. so as a result thereof. Um, because I had generally grown up as a clinical kid, um, my dad had already started preparing my grad party for the following year. Wow. You know, that's how much pressure I had. And I remember during my year, um, I've got a cousin who's older than me. So we were at his grad party. And while I, I was in my third year, um, as we were greeting the rest of the family that I attended, uh, my dad kept on saying, It's his next year. Yes. Um, so when I realized that, you know, when I realized that I was not, um, when I realized that I was not graduating the following year, it was, it was a massive, massive mm. psychological blow. Mm. Um, I can safely say that. And as a, as a result thereof, it, was also I'd say my first mm. um, bit of failure that I had to deal with. And having to go back home and face my parents Mm. after actually having this drawback Mm. so now what this does is that from a confidence perspective it knocks you Mm. you can't face the people that you care about Mm. you can't face the people that you generally talk to and also you think that literally this is the end yeah you know um and honestly speaking if you don't have a support structure again like i said or if you are if the mental fortitude is not there it becomes tricky and i think that's how you end up finding young adults or mm. um yeah, getting, we had those unfortunate you know you people getting into drugs yeah. and and all sorts of i was very fortunate um i don't i don't reduce everything that i've gone through to to luck had a lot of had a lot to do with it. Mm. But also, again, that same brotherhood, that mm. Afslan brotherhood, I still had the likes of your Tabo Mampani. Yeah, no, they knew you. you know, you the, know. They uh, knew your Yeah, buddies. yeah. The Ralefitters, the Mondrimkunus, the yeah. Like, guys that would touch base with you even though they knew that you are going through quite a yeah. different patch. Yeah. And, you know, there was even risk of me never going back to school. Mm. And they kept the contact. You know, and it's because from the onset, from day one, these guys had faith in the quality of a person I am and in my potential. And they never stopped reminding me. To this day, they keep reminding me whenever times are tough or whatever. Mm. It's like, my boy, mm. push on.
1: And wh- How did you have that engagement with your dad?
0: Um, it wasn't easy. It actually took a year to do. Mm. So... Um, I went through, like, I'd say eight for 8 to 12 months, I actually even didn't go home. I couldn't face it. I remember I was staying with my friend, Sizwe, who mm, was in Bastia. I remember. yeah <laughs> Good and friend. Dude. Yeah, incredible. very good friend. Very incredible Because he understands
1: guy. that you shouldn't be away from home, but yeah. he understood the complexity of the situation. Exactly.
0: And I also spent some time at his house my in Spraight View, where, like his late mom, uh, may her soul rest in peace, also took good care of us, you know. Um, But when I eventually went home, I think my dad had gotten over the anger as well. Mm. Um, And we had a proper discussion. And what was fortunate about it is that I had found a way, a workaround, you know. I said, guys, you don't have to pay for me to go back. And I was fortunate enough to get like an entry-level job where Mm. now I could... I, I could, remember you yeah. started working. Yeah. <laughs> you I, made fun of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could work. Working <laughs> Yeah, I could work and then pay for the rest of my studies. And yeah. I think that's, and fortunately enough, it was in the workspace where I met my first real mentor mm-hmm. that kind of saw like the bigger picture yeah. and made the conscious decision of the organization I was in having to reinvest in my academic journey. Mm. And also me growing within the company. And Mm. that's when really the shift as far as my life and focus kind of changed. Uh, Because, uh, you know, I I actually realized when I was reflecting that I couldn't have done this on my own. Mm. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, SYNC. Yeah. Um, What is SYNC? Um, SYNC is um, a concept that I came up with on the back of... yeah, It's a concept that I came up with on the back of that experience. Mm. Now, what I've created into a regular habit is reflection, right? So when I started reflecting, I looked at all the critical points in my life and the academic journey. And I then realized that potential or skill or talent Mm. or intelligence is anything but the cause of a lot of kids not fulfilling. And anxiety. You know, their potential. It's anything but. Mm. So I started focusing on all the softer things that could potentially affect people and the decisions they make good point so the one time i remember this very well i was studying and as i took a break i got a i got a like of I wouldn't call it a, f- a flash of uh, brilliance but it was you know i went to the back page of that very same book and i drew a mind map and in the center i had written youth zone so that's the first name of sync by the way i had i had called it youth zone and i had drawn different parts mm. and i basically created different stakeholders that take part in in part of the youth right and i remember going back to my friends and discussing it and now looked at the mind map he hit his finger three times on the book and he said this is passion now basically what sank that's is, ex- exactly what i yeah, got from you because yeah. it, it linked it made sense completely to yeah. me i was like yes <laughs> yes so basically link i mean i mean sync is nothing i wouldn't think it's a brand new concept it's just narrowing down all the different things Mm. so basically sync is a digital platform right where when you go on and you put in your details the sorry i'm downloading it no problem (laughs) it's all good thanks but um the 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 details that it focuses on um are the academic subjects that you did in high school Mm -hmm. the sports that you played other hobbies like chess and so forth or whether charitable stuff and also most important of all, the township and district that you're from. Now, you also get a field to be able to add your primary school. Now, what I learned is that growing up is that it's very important to young people to feel like they belong. And it's easy for cool kids to get a belonging. Mm. The nerds <laughs> never really... they because, find, because they excel. Yeah, you know, yeah. but the nerds find difficulty to belong. And the best way to giving nerds access to each other is is actually by creating a digital platform where if they input their their interest and all the details that i just mentioned you'll be able to get access to like-minded individuals and what will have primary preference will be the district or township you're from now here is the long-term vision of sync Hmm. It is a sharing platform where you go there, you share what worked for you and what didn't. And Hmm. I think I'd like it to be both available to young adults and students, right? Hmm. Hmm. Because people like me that have gone through setbacks that have gone ahead Hmm. um, have a lot to give back to people that are going through whatever now Hmm. in that age. And unfortunately, because we are from small towns, we are far from home. So you don't have time to go home as much as possible. This gives you a digital platform to share and still Hmm. stay connected. The big vision is this. I, I draw this picture more often than I not Imagine one day a kid in Itsu That's where I'm from, right? Mm, mm, mm. Logs on, they have their details. Mm. And then a kid in Kailisha, logs mm. on, puts in their details. Mm. And then a kid from a private school, Crawford or, or wherever, mm. goes on and puts on their details, right? Mm. Their interests are maths, physics, cricket, and chess. And these three kids, all of a sudden, through this platform, Converge. get converge yeah do you understand the collaboration potential that is there you know like people take it for granted what collaboration can do give like-minded individuals Mm. access to each other and beautiful things can happen and i want us to involve the youth in Designing the future that they're going to live in, it doesn't mm. make sense not involving them now. Mm. And I think those are the people that actually have the intel. Should mm. they collaborate mm. with insight? The, yeah. yeah, insight. Should they collaborate with the right people? Those are the people that will come up with the solutions mm. that the townships face, or, or for the problems that the townships face now. You I mean, don't have to go out of the township. You don't have to go out. All mm. of a sudden, if all these brilliant minds from the township have access to each other, yeah. they can come up with solutions that can even be monetized. Yeah, they. Yeah. You know, you talk about creating a township economy, but I just think mm. South Africa's best young minds must have access to each other as the early thing. as
1: possible. We talk about we yeah. talk about and where do we talk about it? In Santin. Yeah. <laughs> do, a, I've always asked this, yeah. and it's a fundamental problem because how do you expect an entrepreneur who has nothing mm. to travel to an ex, an, 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 an expo, yeah. an unemployment job expo, yeah, without any they've got no income. In Sandton It it
0: never made sense for me And that goes down to also And township economy conversation in Sandton Exactly exactly. And also it comes down to information and resources Mm. Something, again, township As basic as on this platform If, Mm. let me say the Department of Sports Was to publish the dates in which district has trials Be it for football, rugby, cricket That's big Because I'll tell you now from the region that I'm from it was only the urban schools that knew when the trials were. I true, played cricket. True. I, I was fortunate enough to have three Your years. Coach would in tell job. you probably a week before that exactly. There's, there's border you, you, trials or yeah, something. you don't you, you you are not prepared. And yeah. this is not to say there isn't talent in the hood. It's there. It mm. just doesn't have information on where they can get accessed and have, you know, be seen. Yeah. And that is the difference towards, you know, like working yourself out mm. of the adverse mm. situation mm. that you're in. Mm. So it comes down to information but not just information asking the right questions of information and also making it accessible to people that can turn it into something fruitful yeah um um that is the long-term vision i have for sync and that is why i built it i just want people Mm. people's the constructive aspect of people's lives Mm. to be what brings them together
1: which people are you speaking to right now because this is incredible i downloaded it because personally i have a bit of a, a, guilt, a guilty conscience. Mm. I'm, mm. From Same, yeah. I'm from the Eastern Cape. Same I'm from the Eastern Cape. If you see the situation there and the educa- level of education, yeah. it, I report on municipalities which are mm. under administration and children mm. who don't have roofs, who don't mm. have... Uh, and I have the privilege of an education and yeah. sitting here and pontificating on intellectual topics mm. when there is the huge shame of not being able to use everything that I've have and I've learned to give back to those communities. Yeah. So to those people who are listening right now, who
0: can get involved? Look, there are different legs to this. Strategic partnerships are going to be fundamental to SYNC's growth, right? Right now, it's the early stages. Um, the product that you have access for is what in the tech lingo is called the MVP, mm. you know, the minimum viable product. Alpha, so
1: Alpha stage. Yeah,
0: alpha stage. So I'm learning, I, I want people to download it and just mm. uh, add as much input as possible because it, it is what's going to educate the next couple of steps. Mm-hmm. And it's still Android only because funds are limited. Yeah. Um, um. I... I I would love to develop ios it is in the roadmap but Mm -hmm. because right now it's self-funded i must save up (laughs) can i I ask about that question why did you choose uh, android instead of ios um it's the one the primary target market most users are android Mm. you know so it was about the user and also the fact that um coding or writing for Android is much cheaper than uh, for Apple. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, Um, uh, iOS uses a coding language called Swift, if I'm Mm -hmm. not mistaken. Mm -hmm. It's plus minus on average four to six times more expensive depending on the developer that you use. Mm -hmm. Um, And because this is a learning phase, I'd rather learn through Android and apply and keep on growing when I integrate iOS. So it's financial and also logic at the same time. But... As far as involvement, going back to your question is mm-hmm. concerned, um, obviously, everyone that feels like they've got information and valuable resources to share, be it old papers or whatever, links and stuff, mm. go on and share those links and so forth. Um, um, but also strategic partnerships, ideally the Department of Education. Mm-hmm. Because on this app, I, I, I unilaterally went onto the Department of Education's website Um, access the database of all the different government schools that we have and we've got that database loaded so you don't even have to type out the full name of your school it is Mm pre-read so um, in the long term it can also help us do uh, thorough analytics with the government as far as concentration, students, and whatever, you know, analytics, the high level, big data stuff. Yeah. Um, also the the Department of uh, Sports and Recreation. Mm. Ideally, I'd love to have access to those key dates mm. about trials, trials and key yeah. events that are happening in the di- mm. in different regions. Mm. Um, um, and that's just sharing information. Exactly. Critical uh, information. Yeah, critical information. information. Sharing information is so key, buddy. Mm. Um, and also um, um, people that are involved in tech that could potentially help one scale up mm. in the long run right now i'm still focusing on stability that's yeah. why i haven't chased numbers and or put a massive marketing budget behind it is mm. because i'd rather prove the stability of the um, platform mm. before i chase scale and have it fail when it has hundred thousand users for example mm. so whoever has any expertise and would love to get in touch with me yes you know mm. um
1: just uh, do a quick one if they are interested we are in discussion with kakisho masai digital n- brand and project manager financial yeah. institution founder and director of the Sync Group which recently launched an app called Sync on Android and where can they get in touch with you?
0: Um, unfortunately the day I launched my app my Facebook got hacked Unfo- I'm still fighting to get that back mm. but you can I'm, I'm very active on LinkedIn mm-hmm. premium user Is it worth it by the way? It's it's amazing it's an amazing tool I can safely say that mm, okay. um, it's it's Kachisha with an S-H-O Masae um, so that's ap- K-A-G-I-S-H-O His surname, M-A-S-A-E So LinkedIn, um, uh, I am active on Twitter You can search Kakisho Masai Or uh, uh, at I mm-hmm. underscore M underscore cage C-A-G-E <laughs> um, You know, and also on Instagram and am Kahisho. Alternatively, you can email me directly um, My email address is K-M-A That. As my initials. I won't tell you my second and third name. So it's K-M-A-M-A-S-A-E at gmail.com.
1: So that's K... I'm going to ask you after the interview about your second name.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Second and third name. They're very cool, but it's like... I'm like, ah.
1: Okay, we'll talk about that afterwards. Man, dude, I'm so proud of you, and I'm really inspired by this. And the Um, first thing that I asked you, because... A lot of people have the same issues, you know, and mm. they they want to be involved. They want to provide a yeah. solution. Uh, chicken and egg as well, because yeah. a lot of people are like funding. And yeah. I, we hear from one side that, listen, mm. established value. I talked about mm. Adrian mm. Gore, mm. the mm. opportunities that were provided to him. Mm. He also faced challenges within the, the privilege he had. Yeah. Because the upscaling that it took for Discovery to, to be the number one seller of Android Africa in Africa mm. started with a discussion where he said to Apple, listen, we want to sell your products Mm. at the time they said to him you're just a small startup in africa Mm. and i loved what he said because a lot of people yes there are inequalities Mm. yes maybe there is a bias towards actuaries Mm. and yes maybe he did learn from the legacy of having parents who are actuaries because Mm. other black actuaries possibly have parents who were domestic workers and gardeners with all due respect but there is an advantage of having parents who are in those kind of frameworks but he goes and says that no one rates you weekly if your intellectual argument is sound
0: mm. and i asked you about how did you get funding mm. look um i it like i said it came to a point i when i attended the idea came up in 2014 right but when i attended the one young world summit in mm. ottawa um i this is where plus minus you just
1: pass on by it like it's nothing how <laughs> did you get into there <sighs>
0: my company sent me and it was wow. because of the work that i was doing you know um, um I, there was a charity i was involved in um it started from gandhi square okay. i remember we would walk across and i was just hit by such cold winds in winter and there would always be people sleeping around the corner yeah. so we started a blanket drive through the good deeds foundation and it was a bunch of young professionals predominantly from Please can you hit me up on that
1: i'd love yeah, to get involved
0: yeah. well, Unfortunately, we haven't been doing it as much as we used to back then. Mm-hmm. You know, so we did that and I, I I got traction and I got involved. But the thing about the One Young World Summit is that you get hundreds of people, young people between 18 and 35 years old mm-hmm. from all walks of life, all different parts of the world. They converge and discuss problems of the world. Mm-hmm. Now, when I got there and I realized what my peers were doing, what people much younger were doing, and then also, I remember one of my external breakout sessions, we went to the head office, IBM's head office, which is in Ottawa. Mm. And we were talking about disruptive thinking and problems that need to be solved. And one of the problems was making um, creative and problem-solving children stay interested in solving problems, mm. you know? And then when like we were that. breaking that down, I remember that I actually have an idea that could make this happen, yes. <laughs> you know? So when I came back, I came back so reinvigorated. I, I explored and I said, Do I go for funding or whatever? But then I realized that like I said, mm-hmm. i w I'm very fortunate. Mm-hmm. Um I had started saving. Mm-hmm. Um and I had savings. You've always been good with savings. <laughs> you seem like no, a reckless individual, but it, it, I had my reckless phase. Yes. But I had come around. Yeah. You know, and I realized, wait, I've got I've got funds personally, you know, and I work regularly. Mm-hmm. So I made a conscious decision of scaling my life down. Mm. Um, for um, three years, you said? F- for pretty much three years. I mean, sure. the, the, the sacrifice lifestyle, as we put You know, it. you sacrifice lifestyle, mm. you live simple. Um, mm. Humble, one bedroom. Take mm. it easy. Mm. I don't travel as much as I used to, or mm. party as much as I used to. Um, I don't indulge. No car. Take mm. it easy, you mm. know, and save as much as possible. Did you just say no car. Yeah, you're my guy. Uber everywhere. Fortunately, I oh, I, I work and stay around. Center. So it was a strategic. Uh, yeah, decision. it was very okay. strategic. Okay. You know. Okay. Bring all of that into one pot and increase the amount of savings but as the savings come in they go directly into the sync business account Mm. and it is to always have funds available to to pay Mm. developers for ad hoc jobs to pay people and to make this happen i decided i cannot wait for anyone So, and I'm fortunate enough to also have times where every year at least I'll get one performance bonus, Mm. you know, from a work perspective. You're performing on one side and you're you're, you're literally finding your own dreams. Because a
1: lot of people in corporate believe that once you, you get into a job, you sacrifice what you want to do outside of that and not you manage to actually fund your initiative through your work. Through my not work.
0: Not even through that, you also got incentivized by your performance at work. Exactly. that People don't realize that the two aren't mutually exclusive. Mm. Entrepreneurship and working in corporate uh, is, they are not mutually exclusive. You can do both. And people always reduce to uh, what you get out of corporate to the take-home paycheck. Yeah. You don't realize the valuable lessons that you get between those walls. Yeah. Guys, there are brilliant brilliant. brilliant minds there. That corporate itself is built off the back of someone's ingenuity.
1: There's a term that is used. Um, I forgot it, but it feels like you're being undermined. There's a term, I forgot it. It's it's, it's one term, I'm I'm (laughs) going to find it. But um, it came from one of my my preachers. She said that, um, you know, the person who trained her to be a preacher Mm. was very hard on her. Mm. And at times, she felt that this person was against her. Mm. And I'm going to get a bit religious because Mm. she said that God doesn't come to you in the way and form and shape that you want. Yeah. And if this is your vessel, you don't need to change that situation because we like looking at ourselves as victims. Like, yeah. why, why am yeah. I always... Why? And then mm-hmm. ultimately, I realized, what if the change needs to happen with you mm. to realize what you need to do? Yeah.
0: Dude, it's simple. Remove the corporate journey and experience out of everything. Mm. Sync does not happen. Sync remains a mind map on the back of a study book literally that that is the reality of things so uh, corporate and, and 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 has been and continues to be key mm. you know um, um i've got some great individuals in the space i work in yeah. um it's priceless the value they add you just schedule a coffee to talk yeah and you get s- pearls mm. pearls of wisdom some of which people would pay money for agreed yeah. And let's talk about the challenges. What were
1: the key challenges? And um, a lot of our entrepreneurs can can, can yeah. learn from. Because, man, I, I just was inspired because mm. there's a lot of pressures, mm. especially if you're dating. <laughs> you know, that's was, why I haven't <laughs> dated in like three or four years. <laughs> you man. see, that's the thing. You know, if, if you date, you can't be a broken nigga.
0: <laughs> you need to have cash. So you, sacrifice, you sacrificed a lot. I, basically, my budget hasn't had capacity for a vacation. <laughs> um, dude, uh, it's, it's tough. Um, I, and, and, and it starts with self You know Because the toughest part Is also Staying disciplined Having that SMS come in And seeing the money And knowing that After party The song you know, starts you know, immediately uh, in It starts there But some of the The biggest challenges Is that I had this Whole euphoric dream In my mind That the The entire thing From beginning to end Is also going to be built By South African developers And all of that mm. And my first two interactions Was that I paid deposits for work to be done, um, and I only got wireframes. Work was not done. Mm -hmm. And I started started losing even energy because I was spending so much time trying to recover my money than giving it into sync. So that was the first thing that I lost money before I even had a product. Can we talk about the right decisions? Because you can't get back that time.
1: You can't. Can we talk about the right decisions because you can do the research, but mm. ultimate and have the funding, you, you had your own savings mm. and then you hired people. Mm. What kind of right decisions would you say entrepreneurs need to make out there so they can save time? Um,
0: I think it's, it's, it's very tough to say because lots of it is trial and error and industries are fair, different, fair. you know, um, but it's always important, especially if you're exploring something that you're not an expert in. If you can get free time mm. with an expert, that's been in the game for a while, chat to them. Mm. Again, we take the power of dialogue for granted. Mm. Chat to them, understand what they know. Uh, and, and, and that will give you an idea, m- more or less, of what, how much work we do. Because here's the, yes, the big thing is that mm-hmm. we, we explore the, the, the beautiful picture, but we don't explore the work needed to get to the beautiful picture. That's what one of my wealthy bosses said. Yeah. Sorry, please carry on. Yeah. So understand what it takes to achieve what you're trying to do. And the moment you make peace with the sacrifices that are needed to make it happen, then you're on the right track. If you're not comfortable with letting go of your current comfort to achieve that, then carry on. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's a nice one Because I, I, I remember something. my wealthy boss And you know as I'll never ask for money From mm. someone who's wealthy Or my wealthy friends Because I think there's much more That I can gain from them yeah. It seems superficial But we live in a superficial world yeah. And w- once you start asking For money from people They move away from you <laughs> That's why I'll never ask For money from yeah. my I have very wealthy friends But I'll yeah. never ask them for a cent Because yeah. I want to know The insight Of mm. the circles they mingle in Because I don't have access to yeah. that mm. So with regards to some of uh the interactions you've had what kind of people do you need to surround yourself with when you are in this journey because you can't go to mm. you, you can't go to parties as much mm. you go, your, your friends think that you are uh, yeah. antisocial yeah. what kind of people did you have around you in the three-year period between attending
0: mm. Mm. Um, the Ottawa Summit in 2016 and 2019 now um fortunately when you come back from the one Young World Summit you are part of the ambassador group So having access to the rest of the South African ambassadors of One Young World was very fundamental. Mm. Um, Within our organization where I work, we also have a community of One Young World ambassadors. And by virtue of being an ambassador also, you get direct access to some of the more senior people in the business, like executives. So by virtue of that, it meant that I had direct access to these people. Mm. Number two. Again, I say I've always been fortunate. The relationships I had back in Afslan mm. came back to help me. Um, um, Bo- both uh, Tabanel work with me, for example, mm. and they had been at the organization much longer than I have, mm. and they had better relationships with a number of key individuals in the business. What that meant is that by being their friend since pretty much 06, yeah. I now was given almost a shortcut to having access to their circles within that organization. Let's talk about the friends. Because a lot of the time, people, especially entrepreneurs, mm.
1: they feel, they feel entitled to support from their friends. Let's talk about that because a lot of the time mm. we don't measure that expectation because you've been doing the, the groundwork. excuse me. Yeah. You've been doing the groundwork. Mm. A lot of the time I feel that that entitlement is not fair on the people that you expect from. So you didn't come with expectations. Mm. How did you manage that in a way which you established value and it worked organically and they didn't say now they have to hear, hey, when are your friend. Mm. We gave them an opportunity. Now they're doing that.
0: the wrong things. How mm. did you manage that? The thing is that I've never really imposed it on them. What I what I do, and I think I do well, is I I engage. So I always I, I try to make them part of the journey by asking them for their opinions on what I'm doing. And more no, often, not. more often than not, I'd get more than what I've asked for. <laughs> you get what I mean. Yeah. I'll ask them sometimes something that they may be limited in. Yeah. While I was just starting in the organization, and then they would give me the answers i need and say but you must speak to this person and and that would open another door um friendships are 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 key but also again i'm fortunate to have a good guys are supportive Mm. right and 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 because mine is tech as well and most of my friends are ironically enough they use ios so they can't download my app (laughs) i remember
1: titties was in tech
0: (laughs) (laughs) they can't download my app but they are there from in an inside perspective. Um, a decent number of them also... Mm, were, it doesn't
1: just have to be about money. I yeah, think.
0: it's not about money. I mean, a decent number of them were part of the beta staging, uh, the testing group. Nice. Uh, um, 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 uh, but also, I didn't impose it on them. I just mm. asked them who on Android um, mm. has a Gmail address and is keen to be part of it. They raised their hands and they gave me good and fair insights. Some of it, it's not always what you want to hear, but it is something that you have to hear. That's another key thing as an entrepreneur is that... Mm-hmm. You You won't always hear what you want to hear, but you must take the good with the bad. Um, It's a reality. If you always want to hear what you want to hear, then don't ask for feedback. Interesting. It's that simple. If you don't want feedback, don't ask for it. Mm. And then, yeah, as we wrap
1: up the interview, just uh, let's talk about some milestones. Um, mm. What other achievements or fulfilling engagements have you had? I mean, you've you, you've gone to Ottawa. You've represented mm. us so well, man. Dude, mm. congratulations. Mm. One young world ambassador. You attended the summit in 2016. Mm.
0: What other short wins have you had? <sighs> the biggest short win is actually sync, going live, and not having crashed in a month. <laughs> you know uh, that's that's a big win. Yeah. Um, um, I did. There's that. I recently um completed a postgraduate diploma with Columbia Business School in digital strategies. Look at you. Um, um, I and then last year also that something that was big to me because I was never really in IT. Yeah. Um, I taught myself how to code. I learned C C plus plus. Um, uh, what is it? SQL mm-hmm. and Python. Python. Yeah. Yeah. I, and 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 I found that really interesting and. All these natural interests through developing my app Mm. are actually what kind of segmented or drew me, drove me into the role that I'm in now at work. I'm not from a digital background. Mm. That's what I'm like. looking at this. I'm like, what? And and, and it's it's like now all of a sudden, passion has become slowly but surely becoming monetized. And Mm. there's nothing, there's no better feeling. And those are the the small wins now and also like eventually in the past three years eventually hearing my dad and my mom both say that i'm oh, proud of you man. after that you know it. after say after what i went through and for them to say that i'm proud of you it's like now they're over what i put them through in 08 mm. 09 because that was one thing that bugged me all the time Yeah, i can imagine but yeah it's those are the big small they're not big but they're yeah they're big in their own
1: and then in terms of the plan, plans for the future, what who would you like to work with and collaborate with? It can be anyone in the entire world. Um, and um, what are your plans for the future?
0: What, what should we look out for? Department of Education, Department of Sports and Recreation, um, LinkedIn, mm-hmm. Google, work mm-hmm. with them. In fact, in October, I'm off to Dublin just to visit all the different headquarters. Um, that being LinkedIn, um, Facebook, because they're all How there. did that opportunity arise? Um, that one is 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 kind of self driven. Okay. Um, okay. um, 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 um I, I gotta ticket to the Google E uh, EMEA finance summit. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the the actual entrance. Wow. But the flight bookings and and stuff and i come i'm like it's it's too good of an opportunity to to let go and also if you think about that central part in dublin you've got facebook you've got linkedin you've got ebay you've got paypal Mm. and you've got all these companies together i just i i am trying to make a week out of it and go and learn from these people spend time with them so ideally i'd like to work with the likes of linkedin because it's more very focused and Mm -hmm. segmented Mm. um um and, and and yeah, those are the people that are, those are the organizations that I'd ideally like to work with. And yeah, the sky's the limit.
1: Yeah, man. Thanks a lot for your time. Talk in conversation with Kakisho Masai, digital brand and project manager at a a financial institution and founder and director of the Sync Group. And of course, you can download the app. It's CYNC. It's the first one that you can pick. Kakisho, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, man, and all the best.
0: It's an honor. Thank you for inviting me, my guy. Cheers. Sweet.